Hi everyone, David here from Project Daybreak, talking about the upcoming talents all around the world. Now we have two new guests in front of our mic, but let them introduce themselves. Uh, hey, ik, uh, my name is Maran from Double Pleasure and uh, Sam, also from Double Pleasure. Just to, to uh, for our, of our listeners, double pleasure uh, are two DJs. Yes, yes, and, and producers. producers. And producers, okay. <laughs> and when did you guys meet? When did you guys start together? Uh, five years ago, we were playing separately. So he was DJing, I was DJing, and then on a certain party, we we met each other, and he really liked my music, and I really liked his music. So after a long talk and many drinks, we 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 tried the gig together. Okay. Uh, we said like, okay, let's let's try this more often. So at certain moments, people started to to notice that we were always playing together, and then we just said, let's let's make a duo. You guys have been performing way before that. Yes. Yeah. I not not for me because he's a little bit older. I mean, like I think four four or three years before we got together. Yeah. And is it something that you always wanted to do when you were younger, uh, or did you have another uh, career in mind, or actually the. The main thing I always wanted to do was something with music. Um, so especially for me in that time it was DJ uh, because it was a lot of fun and and the energy you have behind a DJ booth is 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 something else that that you can never achieve somewhere else. Uh, in in my opinion, like on a daytime job you you just do your thing, and I don't have I I don't know how to say it, but Um, the the achievement is 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 smaller for me than than when I'm behind a DJ booth and I have the energy. So the the most important thing of the, the thing I want to do is is always be behind a DJ booth. Um, yeah, that's the main thing. For for me, my mother was always like, "Yeah, you're gonna end up on stage," but I really didn't know because I had some musical history with a guitar and. And first I thought, yeah, let's let's do some rock and then do some pop. No, okay, then we fell in love with house music. So, but there wasn't a guitar involved in that. So, <laughs> so this... we started. Oh yeah, we we started to DJ. Yeah. Okay. Do you still remember the very first record you ever bought? For me, it was the 
Big, big film? The Big Fake. Big Fake, <laughs> yeah. There was a track from, uh, can't remember, Chris Lake? No, it wasn't no, Chris Lake. The Big okay. Fake, it's, yeah. a, it's a huge classic, but I can uh, really come from the name. For me, I uh, remember it like it's it's yesterday, because I bought the, the record like... Yesterday or? <laughs> <laughs> bought it like, I think, seven times on vinyl. Okay. Uh, totally, so it was uh, the Starsky remix from uh, Midas Touch from Midnight Star. Oh, okay. But, uh, one of my first records I ever bought and I still have uh, three copies, I think. <laughs> <laughs> and do you guys prefer uh, CDs or vinyl? or? Back in the days we started vinyl, but then you started to realize when you were a young kid, when I was 16 and all my money was going in the vinyl business. But then you realized there was a lot more than just vinyl and, and the internet became so big. So we started to buy our tracks on Beatport. Then we did the, the CD thing. So they were calling us the CD DJs and now it's MP, MP3 uh, yeah, DJs and now we're USB DJs. Okay, <laughs> so you, you had your evolution during... Uh... <laughs> We come from a long, a long way back, way back, and people don't know that sometimes they just say like, "Oh, when you can DJ only, you can only DJ when you play final or or, or things like that." And then we tell you, yeah, we we did that. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> so from there. For the love of house, for the love of beats, for the love of dance, for the love of house. For the love of beats, for the love of dance. So you had the different, uh, yeah, the different stages of of music because you know, um, when we were younger, we also had the cassette. Uh, but I, I don't think you you uh, performed as a DJ with cassettes or. <laughs> no, I, I recorded my my first DJ set. I uh, recorded was on a cassette. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> I was 15 years. I'm now 25, and I bought my first final when I was 13 years old. So, um, on my at the age of 15, I did my first DJ set on a cassette, and it was really bad. It it really was. It was <laughs> <laughs> also the most terrible set I ever recorded. I think, but um, I still I, I still have it somewhere, but I don't know where. <laughs> And are there any uh, idols you're looking up to? You know, uh, DJs who are currently internationally known? Right now? Or, yeah, or, right now. Oh, we have a lot of idols, but the the guys who uh, mostly inspire of is, is making music, music, those guys. There are a lot of DJs and I respect all DJs, but the guys who really make his own music and, and um, how do I say? They bring their own sounds to the clubs and to the festivals. It's rolling doors for me. Okay. I don't know if you ever heard of them. You know Frankie Rizzardo? Uh, Frankie Rizzardo, we've interviewed at uh, yeah. Castle of Love uh, last year. Yeah. Yeah. So that that those guys are really uh, inspiring. Uh, yeah, inspiring, and also yeah, you know the big guy Axwell and. and for me, Fed Legrand is also uh, um, 
very inspiring because I like his music um, through the years. So also he's also changed a lot in his music, but he evolves with 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 the new sounds, and that's what we're doing as well. I think so. I really like um, Fetty Fetty Legrand. I think it's quite difficult as a DJ, of course, to uh, keep up to speed with every music that is, is yeah, being released all over the world. But I think that's, that's um, people have to see what they really want to make or really want to play. If, if they're not willing to evolve, that's, that's okay. Just make your own thing, your own sound. So, so at a certain point, you 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 will make your own subgenre in house music or every music you make. I think that's a really important thing, and that people don't understand it sometimes. Of course, you guys, you, you've got two challenges. You've got uh, performing as DJs on one hand, but on the other side, you also produce your own music. Yeah. So that means I can imagine you're quite occupied, like full time uh, on, on DJs. But yeah. Yeah. If you have a normal job on the side, I think it's quite uh, time conceiving. Yeah. Um, most of the time. Um, we're, we we are busy with, with music, so I have a daytime job, uh, I, I work part-time, so I'm only in the afternoon, but always when I'm at work, I'm still busy with, with my music, so I'm still checking every social media, I'm, I'm, I'm still busy with, with, with thinking about things we could do and, and making bootlegs, and it's all, when, even when I'm at work, I'm, I'm still busy with um, with the things I'm going to do in the evening, or, or and that's that's also time robbing. <laughs> <laughs> so, so your mind is really set towards the yeah. DJ. So you would like to do this full time? I can I can presume. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I realized when when because I now I'm working only in studio and making music and DJ. Okay. But I realized when when I was working, I was like, I stood up, I went to the studio, I went to work, but. On my work, I had a laptop, so I was always finding new things, finding new samples or finding new talents or, or guys, checking out music. And then I went home and then I ate my dinner and then I, I came back to the studio. And then we worked until 12 o'clock. It, it was like that when I was working. Now I have like, I can say from 10 o'clock in the morning, I work until five o'clock in the evening and then I can relax. But if you've got a full-time job and you really want to make it, you have to work your ass off like, <laughs> it's not, not normal anymore. Yeah, it's uh, of course the, the passion that uh, keeps you driven. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Now, how do you guys uh, check out the new music? Because I remember I, I had uh, an interview before with Dave Lambert. <laughs> who yeah. said he used to uh, go to the, the vinyl, he had a, a shop where they sold all vinyls, and um, every morning he went to the shop and the owner just placed all new vinyls on the side so he could check them one by one and check out the new music and take the things he'd like and, and 
But nowadays, you know, with uh, YouTube, with uh, Reverb Nation, Bandcamp, Spotify, SoundCloud, how do you guys keep track of all that all that new music? I I always check uh, check all check out Beatport for new music, but also SoundCloud is very important, I think, because a lot of people are are um, presenting their their new track for the first time through SoundCloud or. or just some bootlegs or young talents who actually make great music that uh, you cannot buy at Beatport and they're just sending promos to us because we like their sound through SoundCloud. And um, we always try to do something with that and um, for the the, great, the the big artists, yeah, it's it's easy to follow them because their tracks are all, will will appear everywhere. So it will be on YouTube or, or on Facebook, um, so all the new tracks, it's, it's it's easy to follow, and you always follow uh, your idols. So you're always going to check them out first when you're when you're looking for something new. I think okay. there's also something called Shazam. Yeah, <laughs> long live Shazam. are performing and you guys are producing your own music what do you prefer is it producing is it working together in studio or is it really really going on uh, gigs and and performing live or oh probably this is the most che cheesy answer you ever heard but i like to create sounds or make beats and then automatically go to a club or or when you have a gig you play them sounds and you're like, okay, this is why I, why I do teaching. So I can make my sounds and see how the crowd reacts. So for me, it's like the both ways. The, yeah, the both ways. Okay. So it's, uh, for you, it's, it's just one thing is producing and directly. Yeah. Letting, letting it out on the people and check yes. out their reactions and check out how it's received. Yes. Yes. And for, for you, I don't know. And I, I, I like being uh, be behind DJ booth, also for the energy you get from the people. And but most of the time we play we play edits or bootlegs. Um, we made ourselves, so it's always fun, even in when it's not a track, an original track from uh, from ourselves. You still know that the people like the the thing you're playing, and that's always. Um, nice for me to, to, to see the people going wild at what you what you have done or what you've created in the studio. Mm -hmm. So for me, it, it starts at DJing because I always love to be a DJ and making the music is something for me that, that came aside because I'm not actually the producer of, uh, of the duo. So that's more, um, most of the time Sam's job. Um, and I just uh, come in the studio, sit next to him, and uh, and and tell him what I think of, uh, of of what he can approve of, what he can make better, in my point of view. So I think it for me it's fun when I can can see that Sam created a new track or a new sound, 
and how and then my opinion is going from from the side of the audience i'm i'm always trying to see what what we can improve to to make the the crowd go more nuts more nuts. go wild yeah. <laughs> i want your body everybody wants your body so let's jack come on let's jack 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 And what was your me most memorable gig up to now? Uh, Green most... Party Summer Festival. Yeah, it, it was a gig in uh, in Antwerp. It was a pre-party of Summer Festival, and and the booker, the promoter, said like, "Hey, come do the pre-party with us. It's like you may uh, open the stage." And we were like, "Okay, so we're gonna play some nice house music." So. Warming up. Not too many, uh, yeah, a warming up set, like not so many uh, pressure on us. We came in, we started playing five minutes, there was nine thousand people. We <laughs> really? Like, after after ten minutes? Yeah, playing. after ten minutes, we were like, oh yeah. shit, they, the we didn't, so, didn't expect uh, the yeah, crowd to be so but big. It was very cool that we said, okay, now we're gonna do something completely different from scratch. We didn't... Uh, I see that is here. We didn't um, re record or we, we didn't we didn't uh, make our set in yeah in, make in... our set because normally we do that mm -hmm. but we didn't make our set from okay we're gonna play that so we have to start from scratch and take that track and the attack and and it fell perfectly it was the set was perfect the people were going nuts all the beats came together perfectly the acapellas went great so that was for us really really great set and what makes a dj a great dj i think trying new things and and not doing what the rest is doing um that's all that's also the thing why we are still playing together because we think that uh, when we're playing together instead of separately we can make we much can, more out yeah. of a dj set so um, i'm always mixing two tracks and sam's is um doing the the mixer and and the acapellas and the tools so we all always have our separate jobs at the same time so it it yeah it really comes together in a, in a great way and it's fun it's, for us it's fun um working this way so but what the, the real dj also needs is is flow you know what i mean yeah yeah i can imagine because you know um if you, for have... you guys i think it's quite uh, dif uh, difficult, more difficult for a DJ than, for example, for an artist, because every, if, if, for example, let's say Bruno Mars gives a concert, everyone knows his music, everyone knows what to expect, and everyone that is in appreciates the music. As a DJ, you get to go to a certain gig, and it's you that play the, the, the audience, it's you guys that have to find out what the audience likes and once you've, you get into that flow, you know, into that yeah, reaction of the audience, you have to keep it going, you have to keep on flowing towards your music, you have to see that every song choice, every mix has to yeah. evolve within the audience and not like, you know, everyone going crazy for one moment and five minutes later everyone's just standing still because they don't 
yeah, they don't appreciate the music you're 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 playing. So, yeah, I can imagine that you have to keep the flow going. Yeah, you have yeah. to really be once with have to be one with with the pub with the with the audience. So if you're just standing there and you're watching your CD players or your pioneers and not smiling to the crowd, it's just something we hate about DJs sometimes. So you have to have an interaction with the audience. <laughs> very important. Very important. And your own style of interaction also. So everything comes with an own style. Gesto has his, his, his waving arms and Armin van Buren is the one who always jumps around like 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 he's just married or something. I don't know. <laughs> and you got Avicii with his with his arm who's always up in the air, yeah. yeah, with his hands. Who's, who's Broken, I think. I don't. Know. <laughs> but everyone has his own flow and style, and and so that's really important about a good teaching. And how can you recognize a double pleasure as a, a sign for the DJs? You guys are up with forearms, or <laughs> <laughs> no? We just dance a lot. We really, really dance. A lot. We we have a really bouncy music, so yeah. we we love we love the tribal and and the drums in our tracks. So. We really like to shake a bit around and then yeah. just just bounce along with the music. So that's that's what we most we, what we do most of the time. So. And, and most of the time we we do the same thing. I'll <laughs> <laughs> like, say, but is that did you study that move? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we just do the same thing sometimes and we can't. That's working together. That's the yes, side effects. <laughs> not that we say, "Come, we're going to the studio now. We're doing some dance moves." But... Yeah. <laughs> so, so you you fill in. Uh, Two hours a week of dance moves yes. behind the set. Okay, that explains a lot, of course. <laughs> You're in our studio, so uh, two-hour dance lessons with Dan Carrington. Yeah. <laughs> Now, um, if you check out all all great gigs uh, nationally, internationally, uh, are there several gigs that you'd like to perform, like a dream you'd like to perform? There is a dream coming up, actually. You're you. We probably you're the first one to know. Okay. <laughs> this is this is the real exclusive <laughs> news because we just heard it uh, yesterday. Yeah, yeah, yesterday I think, and today was the. Let me see it. The the confirmation confirmation of it. Okay. We're doing the Sport Palace, Antwerp. Oh, okay. For uh, Avicii. Oh, that's nice. So yeah. that's for us a real achievement to uh, and and an honor an, an honor to play there, of course. Okay, but perhaps we'll see each other there because the week before Christmas we were already in Sport Palace um, with press access to Dimitri Vegas, like Mike. Oh, cool, cool, cool. Yeah. So we were there too backstage, but perhaps uh, we'll see each other then live. Yes, <laughs> together up. with uh, Avicii then. So are you guys looking forward to that? I can presume. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> We're uh, very nervous, but but in a good way. We're just very excited. It's, we hope to get some family there and friends. So 
So you can talk to him about his uh, waving hand. And... Yeah, I, <laughs> I'll ask him. <laughs> Where do you get the broken hand? What's your problem? <laughs> You can also always uh, direct him to uh, you know, use it. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all, all, always close. Always close. <laughs> Now, um, yeah, that's something coming up. So, Sporting Palace. Are there any any other gigs already confirmed for this? Uh, yeah, this upcoming season, <laughs> where people could could uh, see you at work. Uh, we can't say much, but oh, okay. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's something. It's still a secret. Yeah, it's still a secret. But a lot of festivals coming up, a lot of clubs. Uh, we got a residency in Knox Antwerp, so if they want to come and check us out there. Okay. Um, France with uh, on the mountains in the Deux Alpes. Okay. For a snow gig. <laughs> snow jam. Snow jam. Um, what else? Ibiza is coming up. Okay. Probably, but that's that's something that not it's already confirmed. But half. <laughs> yeah, they no, they're choosing the the venue to do the party, but we're on the list for the lineup. So. Okay. So the organization has uh, yeah already has everything set, but only the location is not yeah. um, confirmed yet. Okay, so that's uh, still waiting uh, with still still excitement. Waiting modus. Yeah. Okay. Now, um, of course, I can presume that uh, every gig that is confirmed and that is allowed to be released into the world will be followed on your Facebook website, uh, SoundCloud, or where do you guys announce your gigs? Um, most of the time, yeah, we pronounce it uh, on Facebook, on the website, um, Twitter, Twitter uh, as well. Um, and when it's a great, a great gig, um, I mean, when it's with with a social picture or anything else, we also pronounce it on announce it on uh, Instagram. So just all the social media we trying to uh, to reach. Okay, and, and what's the website for all listeners so they can uh, check you out? DP uh, www dash dash www dot db-music.com Wow <laughs> <laughs> That's like giving giving uh, birds <laughs> <laughs> Okay <laughs> Now of course um, we thank you for making time for this interview um, we, we invite all listeners of course to check you guys out on Facebook on your website, on SoundCloud on Instagram, on Twitter and just follow all you guys there So uh, you have uh, lots of uh, reactions on those upcoming gigs. Okay. Cool. And uh, I can presume we still each other very, very soon, and perhaps at uh, Sporting Palace. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, of course. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks for the interview. Thanks again, and until next time. Yes. All right. Bye. 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 Bye.